Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hunger for the Hustle. It's been a long day for us both. Hunger for the Hustle, episode 113, and I know we've already done a 113, but this is part two because that was part one. And me and my good man Jay here had so much to talk about, and uh, we just thought it was part two. You know, we needed part two. We were both getting hungry, and the hour was getting late. And the hour is now late again. Um, and I am lucky. Yeah, trying it's, it's been eight weeks, it's been about two months in, in the process. Um, Jay's a fantastic address. I was just literally saying to you. It's the only person I go to. I've just been like, yeah, just just go do your thing. Just do your thing. Yeah. yeah. Usually I'm like, oh, can you? And now that's I'm not, I'm not sure about that. You know, but we we, we lightly touched on it last time. You know, those Turkish barbers stay away from them. Jay, there's been um, a change in your aura since I last saw you, and that was about that was actually I think when we did the podcast was last time. Three, four weeks ago, around about the time. Yeah, everyone's been saying it. I've, um... Feel like a new man. Uh, you look like one. Feel. I've already been asking the yeah, secrets. Peace. <laughs> I feel. And obviously, there's there's reasons for that which I'll go into in a moment. But everything that's happened since then, um, you know, positive changes within my life that I needed to change, and the reasons were simple. I've got twins on the way, yeah. and I was making the wrong choices, and I was I was down a really slippery dark path um, <clears throat> and that that person I was before I went on this um, spiritual healing retreat was you know a completely different person to what's sitting there now and mm-hmm. straight away I'm drinking a bottle of water and not a bottle of beer and that's because of, of quit alcohol which I never thought I'd do not because I've never been I've never needed to quit I've always thought I'll do what I want if anyone tries to tell me, I'll, I'll tell them to to not tell me what to do. And, and I've always been that that kind of guy where, <clears throat> yeah, I've just always done what I wanted to do. And um, whether that was, you know, affecting other people, and, and that was I think that's where I had to start really thinking. Right, my actions are now affecting others. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, man, like I, I've quit. Like, and I thought. I didn't have no faith in myself to quit because of the lifestyle that I've led for. And a lot of my friends would probably say the same thing. They probably doubted how serious I was about it um, until I put the status up to say, look, if you don't respect me uh, and my decision to, to stop drinking, to better myself and strengthen myself for the, the future of not only me, but my, my family. Um, and no doubt your businesses as well. Yeah, my businesses. Everything that I was, everything that was around me was a bad energy, a bad energy that I needed to let go of. Um, and after the research that I'd done and the advice that I'd got from my friend Alex Maltby, um to, to go on to this spiritual journey, um, I was already on the path. Yeah. You know, when I look back, um, certain things happened to really raise my awareness of of the spiritual, um, I don't even know what the right, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm no guru, I'm just like, I'm learning as I go. Brand new to it. I'm brand new to it. And you're learning through your experience. Yeah, my experience is the best way to learn. And already, it's, it's a beautiful feeling to, to feel at peace. And um, if somebody has suffered loss, trauma, addiction, um, 
anything that they're struggling with, um, I couldn't recommend, you know, go and, and experience what I've experienced because it's completely changed me. Um, everything about me, um, I can breathe again. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to the gym, I'm doing yoga, I'm not eating meat through the week, which is something that um, I've already been looking into for, for reasons like I don't like what's I don't believe that it's good for us, um, what's coming out of them supermarkets. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist, it's just I believe my body um, and I just want to give it what it needs. And I don't believe that, you know, organic, probably not from the government, uh, from the supermarkets. We have trouble as a government, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, just, just make the diet as clean as, as you can because, yeah. you know, yeah, it can weigh you down and anything's like even being full all the time I learned like you know I've been listening to podcasts and being full it's not good for you like, it, like everything is just it's stopping you from being who you are and I know it sounds mad like a small thing but I'm not I'm, I'm eating smaller I'm not eating me and I just feel way better well yeah. we've in like the past two 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 and a half three hundred years we've like Evolved, and I don't know if this is wrong, but maybe conditioned to to think with you know when you look back prior to the agricultural revolution, yeah. people used to consumers. actively be tribes and hunt and gather their own food, and you weren't full, you got full, yeah, and and you and you often didn't know where the next meal was coming from. Of course, now we're in a, a, like a, a much more comfortable situation. We are the consumers, and I feel yeah. like I mean without going too much into that, you are poor people, yeah. We are programmed now to think that we need to eat three times a day. You need to have this, this, and this. Like your body is your body, and you should just give it what it needs. And we don't need to be eating as much as, as we're being told. There's so much that we are told that's, that's, that's there to make us think a certain way, act a certain way. And, um, you know, without going into it too much, I think I'm, I'm now at the point where. Um, my beliefs are they are probably controversial controversial in some respects because i believe that everything that we see is a lie and i think as humans you know we should have the choice to to um to make our own decisions and, and not be influenced by what we're seeing on, on on the media and i've learned so much over the last few months and um I've done a lot of research. I went a bit too deep into the COVID, um, but bad reasons. You know, my dad yeah. was enough for me to think well, I'm going to do everything I can to get him out of the hospital and save him, which I couldn't. Um, I've done my best, um, but during that process, I've done enough research um, to, you know, verify my beliefs, and I'm still 99.9% confident that. Everything that we're seeing and being told is a lie. Um, COVID was real. I had it. It was shit. Mm. I'm not saying it's not real. There's people probably go, oh, you know, you, you know, you should get your vaccine and blah blah blah. No, we shouldn't. You know, your immune system's your immune system, and um, that's what it's there for. And yeah, we're human. No, we get been there for thousands of years. That's it. Um, but you know, yeah, that's that's that. You know, one one thing I wanted to kind of. Not go too far backwards to go forwards, but you have a great capacity to be able to talk about those things and, yeah. and to be open in that. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's really important 
um, that people hear that because you know you are a person who has had success in your life, mm-hmm. um, and I think people want to know what's behind that. But it's also very easy for people to go, oh, oh look at Jay's Instagram and everything's bright, everything's rosy, and he's got all these businesses, everything's fantastic. But I know, like you, to to trigger out the start of this journey. You went real, real deep on yeah, the other side. Absolutely. Really it just reminds me about what, what I wanted to remind you about, Good. about talking about, yeah. and that's, you know, social media is the biggest lie. Um, obviously, everyone posts their goods, you know, we all know, we all do it. We only post the good things in our lives, and I think, I don't know how interesting it would be if everyone actually posted everything that's going on in their lives. I mean, can tell you now, look, there's a lot of my Instagram probably looks, you know, doing this and doing that. And, it, you know, don't get me wrong, look, I am doing it, um, but there's a lot behind that um, that people should probably see because then you'd realize my life's not perfect. Um, nobody's life's perfect. Um, and if more men um, and women, to be fair, if we, if we, if we spoke, more about you know how we're feeling then um because i think where i'm going with this is 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 since the impacts of covid suicide rates have gone up in men like i forgot the actual percentage which very high i mean you'll probably see at one point i was seeing at least one person a week on my social media that their own life i lost my good friend josh um you know he took his own life because covid had absolutely ruined his his dream is his event, which was on its way to being one of the most successful and biggest brands in Birmingham, if not further. Um, there's obviously more going on in Josh's head that um, none of us knew about. Um, and at that point, I tried to put myself in his shoes and think, you know, how can you, how can you do that? And it wasn't, um, I mean, a lot of people and know me, um, I've, I've only told very few people this week about how dark it got for me when I lost my dad. Um, obviously, I lost a lot of businesses, and um, we all know what happened to the Berlin Bar because of COVID, blah, 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 blah. But the financial aspect of it, that wasn't where I was at. It was more like I kept getting kicked back down, and, uh, and then that happened to my dad, and I was just thinking, I just found myself thinking things that, I didn't realise I was thinking until um, until I think I was just I found myself back at this location in Sutton Park, and it was a very very um, it was dark thoughts that was more like you know that tree looks ideal. I mean, when I was thinking, and then it's not until somebody goes, "You've had suicidal thoughts," I'm like, "No, no, 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 never," and then. Um, and there's a few people now that know where the tree is and um and they know that i've been back there fucking hundred times and i think you know the part of my um argument with myself at, at one point was my dog you know, odin would have been on his own and no i'm thinking what the fuck am i thinking do you know like uh, why am i even thinking my dog you know if the worst um and it's not, you know, I'm not talking about, I'm not saying these things to make people think, oh, it's like people need to know that everybody's got their struggles. Um, everybody, you know, absolutely. No matter who you are, what you do, um, 
better to just talk about it. And I think I'm sitting here now, uh, well, I 100% know I'm sitting here now because the, the, because of the babies that I'm expecting. Um, I'm not saying that everybody else in my life meant nothing, but, um, you know, I was, I was at rock bottom and I was fucking angry. I was destroyed by what happened to my dad and I know he would have been thinking, what are you doing? And to be honest with you, I um, was in a clairvoyant and she was shaking her head at one point. And um, there was a few things that my dad could have been pissed off at or not pissed off, but telling me not to do. One of them was that and the other one was going down to Bristol Hospital and, and finding the consultant that lied to me. And mm. I'm not saying that it's his fault what happened to my dad, but no. he knew you wanted what I was saying. To, to blame, right? He knew what I was yeah. saying. He knew the medicines that I'd found, researched, mm -hmm. and my medical questions that he couldn't answer because he didn't know. He didn't know. And he was a liar. And um, I was actively planning you know, stupid stuff. And um, that Claire, the Claire Bond that I sat with, she told me things that nobody else would know. And I was just like, well, it's going to be worth the money. It was a young girl, 20 years old, mm -hmm. she's still learning, um, you know, what what she can do. And she just wants to help people. And, you know, she was shaking her head and I was thinking, no way. And that was in the back of my mind. You know what I mean? I was thinking, nah. You know, I'm not doing that, I'm not doing this stupid. Um, and then obviously we found out who's having twins and that completely changed me, give me a whole new motivation and you know something to look forward to, which um I don't think that was my spiritual awakening at that point. I think my awakening, which everybody gets a spiritual awakening practice, what I found out after being on this retreat, which we'll talk about in a second. Mm -hmm. My awakening was when I had to make the decision to turn my dad's machine off and um, I couldn't talk about it before this retreat. I'd get I'd straight away start fucking crying because, you know, to make that decision, everyone's looking at you like, Jay, what are we going to do? You know, my sisters and you know, my dad's partner, you know, my, my mum would have been like, you know, asking what's going on. I'm like, now nah, we're getting him out of here. Don't worry, we're coming out of here. And then one day, um, when, when they put him into a coma, we went back the next, well, literally the next morning and uh, my dad was lying there like this, chewed up, but fucking strong, don't look strong. And I know at that moment, he had his arm on me, saying, so I'm ready, I'm ready to go. And I turned to my sister and I said, he's ready to go. She went, what are you going on about? I thought, he's ready to go. And that was my awakening. That was my first um, realisation that there's more to us than this mm -hmm. and what we are um, is way more powerful than, than than we could probably ever imagine. I think we only use about 10% of our brain capacity or something called I'm only just starting to, I don't, like I said, I'm not trying to go too deep into it. I just know what I felt. Um, I believe that my dad came and see me the morning that he actually passed and brought him back as I you know, the DNR form, do not miss a state. I told them I wanted that. Um, scratched. I wanted it scrapped. Yeah. I wanted it brought back at all costs. And uh, the morning that he actually passed, I think I spoke about it last time, yeah. I had a presence in my room. And, um, and I shit myself. I can literally jump back into bed. And it went away. I am ready to, to welcome him. Um, but loads of things have been like happening. I've been seeing like robins everywhere in the park. The same robin lands in front of me. Yeah, it looks at me and then flies off. Twice that's happened. You know, it's like it's little things that you've got to look out for. So when people do pass away, 
they they're not gone. Do you know what I mean? And that's something that no matter what people believe about where I've been, what journey I'm on, I found peace. I found peace because I know that he's okay. Um, yeah, it's um, it's hard to explain, but like the, the reason I feel this way now is because of this spiritual healing retreat that I went on with Jeremy Param Shakti, um, the lady who runs it, Emma. Um, she's beautiful, um, gifted healer, like she is. Um, you know, she's no counselor, no, there's no drugs involved from like a pharmacy that literally mask whatever problem you've got. There was a guy there with uh, heavy depression, like heavy anxiety, given all this medication for two years, not left his house. So if medication is doing anything, surely it would be further along. It's fucking worse because it masks everything. It masks you, stops you from thinking. Or you don't confront the problem. You know, really. It just covers it up, stops your brain from working. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this, you know, it's in this process of the four days of changing him, um, it's just unbelievable, mm. unbelievable. So you said you had some advice there of um, Alex, might be on Alex. Yeah. Has he told you about this? Was he the one who told you about the retreat? His uncle, his uncle Chris is Emma's partner. He, okay. So they, Chris is on his own journey as well. It's a lot further along than I am. He's, so you know, he works with Emma and he's, um, he's there to support and guide. And, you know, he can't, he's, he's, he listens, he's, he, he knows, he knows a lot um, for some reason, like whenever there's something happened in, say, you go into your, um, it's called a process and if something bad happens, he explains why, and, you know, you need to see certain things and he's good and he's really supportive in what he does. Um, and I think that alone is a gift. Um, and not, not everybody can just do that and hold that sort of space. Well, I think so. I've got a depth of knowledge there as well because yeah. he's facilitated it. So many times that you can go, look, oh, oh, I know what you're saying, I've seen it myself. Mm-hmm. And you, um, yeah. Because what you resist, I think I said it before, I say it a lot, but it is true what you resist persists. And I think a lot of people go, and we will talk about what more actual retreat entails mm-hmm. in a bit, but you can go into these things and some people don't let go, you know, mm-hmm. and, they, and they hold on. Yeah. And, and they can get, if they're not under the right, Guidance from the people that oh, I've never been on one, but this is just what I say from the outside. Yeah, tell yeah. me if I'm wrong. If you don't get the right guidance there based on what you're experiencing, mm-hmm. um, then yeah. you're just going to feel like it didn't work for you mm-hmm. and you might be going to come away well, I think if possibly people, with a bad experience. Yeah, well, that's I think you've had a bad experience, you've had bad, so bad healers or mentors or whatever they bad facilitators, facilitators. Yeah, you've had the Haram Shakti. They talk, they listen, and it's not just about the plant medicine. Um, so it's literally they want to help you find out why you feel a certain way, um, and then Emma will literally break it down to the point where you're like, oh my god, yeah, look, strip it back, yeah, and then it's just that alone without the plant, the healing medicine, and this spiritual um, healing process, it's for a lot of people, it would be mind-blowing because I, I never researched it before I went, which tells me it was called a million, um, which Emma explained, you know, I've gone there, like, literally, like, my, my feet were off the floor and I was being drawn in to, to go there because I needed to find peace. I was angry at everything that had happened, and that anger was then passed on to my, my babies, 
it was affecting everything that I do. The negative anger around me um, was affecting everything. You know, things have happened. You know, COVID's caused a lot of it, but then I was, you know, I was just fucking doing stupid shit. I was in self-destruct. Yeah. Um, something needed to change, and this this um, opportunity to go on this four-day retreat was a life changer for me. I feel reborn, and I, I'm not in like a, in a religious way reborn. I just feel like a, a new person, a person. Oh, I don't know. Hard to explain, but. Um, Everybody said it. There's a positive energy around me. I feel full of life. I feel excited for no reason, which is crazy. Like, I mean, I've got a bit of ADHD, and this is a problem. I'll tell you that, but um, it's like I'm just yeah, feeling. I feel. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a good. It's a good attribute. Yeah, it's completely changed me. Um, but maybe there's a lot of people been asking me questions about it. People with their own struggles. So. Um, there's a few things that, um, that I will say is like you do need a strong mind, but you are looked after. Um, I don't, I can't go off any of the retreats I've never been, but the one I've been on fully, fully felt looked after. Didn't feel at, at any point on my own because you, you know, if you're going to be going into, you know, these deep meditations and and um, and the plant medicine is going to be doing its thing. Um, you know, you could see some, which, which I did on, on the second um, ceremony. I seen some bad, bad shit and I felt the pain and suffering, which I thought was my dad's, um, mm -hmm. because I asked for strength and, you know, some people when you ask for it, like, like what you, were you asking? But the plant medicine, it's, it's, it's sacred, it's spiritual, it's the mother earth, and they call it. Um, and you go, you receive the, um, Tea and and asks you how you're feeling and it's very peaceful and it's all you know it's amazing but that's the only but like if I could have spoke to you the moment after my my first experience on on, on the plant medicines I don't think I would have found the words I still struggle now to find the words for how I felt like I was literally a ball of light just my spirit, I reckon I've left my body. I was just floating, weightless, peace. And I had the opportunity to, to, to see everything beautiful in my life, showing me everything beautiful in my life. Um, and whether people think that's real or not, um, it was beautiful. And, and I, I had the opportunity to really, really sit back and smile and think, yeah, man, like, so if you are in a dark place and you think that your life's bad or not worth being here for, you're wrong, man. Like, you're fucking wrong. Like, I wish I'd to go back that far to before um, and get back into Josh's head before, you know, he made that decision. And, you know, because I feel like these sort of retreats need to feelings and they would help many people mm -hmm. and make you realize you know what you've got who you've got and the most important things in life are not materials mm -hmm. you know the one thing i've learned is i don't fucking want a big car or a nice car i don't want a big house you know 
those things mean nothing to me right now. I want to build my business because I'm proud of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of effort put into this from, from, from myself, my, my business partners. Um, a lot of effort because this place, this, this doghouse creative concept, it, it costs a lot of money. And, you know, I, yeah, it just. You put everything into it? Is it going into work? This was my, I've been planning this for probably five years. Yeah. Even when the doghouse barbershop was there, the plan for a coffee lifestyle, high end uh, wellness, and the wellness side of it now is perfect because of the situation I'm in now with the medicine music, mm. which I've been non stop playing, and this is going insane. <laughs> um, medicine music is guided like. It's made, like, they make it from the same vibrations as the earth. Yeah. And I was like, at first, I like, hadn't even know that, but you can measure a, a um, the vibrations. Yeah. So, and I was like, wow. And yeah, it heals you. And a lot of our customers coming in, you won't even be realizing it. Well, you're having a facial, and that music's on, and you're listening to those words, you're going to be, you're going to be. You're going to be getting healed. Well, I always say when I come here to the doghouse grave, it's like Friday. It's like Friday every day. Yeah. Every day. Mm-hmm. This morning, it felt a bit more like Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon. It was, yeah, the it was, day. it was like it wasn't sleepy, but it was, it was. And in fact, as soon as I came in here, before because you were in the back, uh, working with someone in the back, I, I said, "Is Jay here?" Mm-hmm. He is in the back. Oh, I thought something feels different in here. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting how that's mm-hmm. you've had that experience and it's. And it's petered out to your business, which of course is your business, and yeah. and to a degree, everyone's business is within their control. But it, um, yeah, I think energy travels, and it um, both positive or negative. It travels, and it um, it spreads out to people around us very quickly. Yeah, well, that's what that's that's what I feel is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the people on the retreat, some of them very spiritual, very very. Spiritual. I learned so much of them. Um, I had to leave my ego at the door, which I found hard because even for somebody like me who's very open-minded going into that situation where um, there was a lot of life, all this sort of like, I don't know, it's, it's to do with energy and, and sure, I'm energy, just I'm learning, do you know what I mean? But it was, for me, I was just like, whoa, whoa, where am I? That's yeah, so I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, I was yeah. like, this is serious, man, this is, a, like, this is totally different. Um, but these people are the most free people, beautiful, you know, for a man to look at you and, and talk to you in your eyes and, and say things to you that he found out about him in, in a short space of time, like to a guy called Carlo, and um, mind-blowing, like the things that he would come out with and say that I'm, I, I'm, I don't think he's coming from um, like a, a background where I don't know about his education, but I can't imagine it was uni or anything. But the yeah. things he says, he's learned it from somewhere, and I feel like it's, um, you know, because he even speaks languages that he's never learned. Probably a light language or something. He writes it down, and it's a proper language with the original language that humans spoke, and he speaks it, and he's in his, um, you know, he believes he's had past lives and a lot of religions well, relate to this. Like, before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he goes back and he's, he's a leader of a tribe to be speaking some real strong, like, language that's oh, just like, what, you can't. And some, for some people, it's like, oh, that's crazy. Borderline is, 
Like I think there's well, it's, it's, it's a big contrast to people from the start. I don't think it's crazy. I think it's it's just hard to comprehend that that um, that as humans we've probably have been manipulated, mind blocked into thinking that this here is real, like and it's normal. It's not. I don't think any of it's normal anymore. And I'm not losing the plot. I'm never more clear in my mind ever. You know, I'm off the drink, I'm off everything else that comes with the drink. And um, I'm very, very at peace with everything that's happened, everybody that's done me wrong. You know, the people who have, you know, contributed to the death of my dad. I'm at peace with that. And I'm, I'm, really happy that you peace with I'm done with that. And I think that's the one thing that whether you think I've lost the plot or not, or if you think I'm going down the road of losing the plot, you're wrong. Like, for me, I've been healed and I'm at peace and I think they call it Jay Enlightenment. Yeah. I think that's what they call it. Yeah, yeah. What really intrigued me is the fact that you and would you usually research you didn't research and you didn't do a lot of like looking into it reading it before. As as a business owner, someone who takes risk at scale, I often imagine you might be wrong, you might not. But when you're going into things, you do a fair bit of research and a fair bit of looking into it. This, this didn't, you, just didn't, you didn't feel what you wanted to, or you didn't think someone told you not to, yeah, or I just trusted. Um, so Alex Mobby, um, um, he was in a very, very similar situation of wrong choices. Um, you know, he'd lost a lot, split with his wife, going through a very dark time, and at one point I was worried about him as well. Um, so kept, you know, we kept checking on each other. <laughs> Yeah, um, so we helped each other, and then all of a sudden he's going on these retreats, and I'll, I feel exactly what people are probably been thinking about me now. He's, he's fucking losing the blood. I did, and I thought he's going there. He's, he's doing stuff to, to to probably get wrecked on, or I just didn't know because I didn't, and because I didn't know, I was judging him. Yeah. And um, and then I, he was saying to me, "You need to come in and come on now." Fuck that. Like, how long did it take to convince you? I think he'd done. Um, because it's his uncle now. Now Alex is uh, now Alex is a facilitator. Okay. So well, he yeah. guides you through cambos yeah. and you know because he's um, again he's shown that he's um, he's got attributes to be very helpful, very caring, loving, and, and I'm I'm happy to say that about and one of my close friends and man to man. Like you know, at one point I got up off my um, my bed to go and thank him, but not talk and thank him, but I just put my arm on him, you know, do you know what I mean? And that, to do that as a man, you know, it's, uh, you leave your ego, you know, you go and you just, yeah, I just thought, I knew what I was saying. Well, I think it's a beautiful way to do something like that, because when you've not experienced, when you experience something brand new for the first time, um, but you've got no prior, you've got a bit of prior knowledge about it, you know what you, going there for, you know what your intention is perhaps. But if you do a lot of research, then you build up your expectation then in your mind and it alters your experience no matter, no matter whether you want it to or not. There's a reason why I didn't research it. Mm. Because I usually like to say, yeah, probably, but I don't know, I think when it comes to doing crazy things that 
off the off the wall, like I said, I don't know, going to festivals and not really thinking about what you're doing. Because like, fuck it. Unintentional, unintentional. Um, indulgence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just like, right, well, it's the unknown. I'm not scared. Yeah. Um, I know it was spiritual. And to be honest with you, the main, the main thing that I was going for was to try and get to my dad. Yeah. You know, I've done, I've sat with a clairvoyant, that was beautiful. She told me some things that blow your mind. She told me what my dad was wearing when he was into coughing. Yeah. Nobody knows that, but yeah. my sisters yeah. and partner. You know, he, I was just like, that got me. And then I was like, fuck. She told me exactly what he was wearing. Yeah. Could have said anything, could have said a suit. And do you feel like, obviously, you had some intentions going in, a lot to talk about them more, but did you feel like you, you, you reached your dad? The, the, I let my dog. So at one point, when you, when you go into these ceremonies, it's, you ask the, what your intentions are. My intentions were I wanted to find peace. This is my first night and get rid of lose the anger that I felt. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that's why the plant medicine and the guidance and the, the healing process was showing everything beautiful in my life. Everything um, was unbelievable. And um, so then it got onto my dad, and at this point, it was it was it was a hand, but I know it was my dad's hand, and um, there was a, there was a, some medicine music playing at the time, which is about um, rest in peace and and it's like release your soul. I put it on my Instagram, the actual track I found it, um, and I let my dad's hand go, but I just let it go and peace, literally. Instantly, instant peace, and uh, because I knew I'd, I'd let it go. The anger was gone. These, these, like, and this is gonna sound crazy to some people, but I was literally being checked over by higher powers or ancestors. They knew me. Was this near the start? This was. Um, this was. I can't even put it into order, but I was literally uh, in deep meditation. Takes. 12 years to practice every day. If you, if you, the sort of medicine fast tracks you 12 years to get to a, a meditation so deep that you are complete weightlessness. My, my, my heartbeat felt like one for a minute, which is like, I just utter peace, like, just crazy, like, unbelievable feeling of love and positive and just being looked after and this feeling was because I was you know I had these it was figures but like the beards so just by making that these very vivid no, sorry um not vivid um so there were shapes forming um into into human shapes and the beards and they were literally looking over my body like so check, yeah, awesome. checking if I was okay, and then but they were healing me. So every part of my body, like deep body chakras and my organs, every organ that they were healing little, like glowed up, little room up in my mind, obviously. Um, and every time that they moved on, I just felt like it, like I was just fixed, like brand new, brand new, man. Like you know, it's hard for somebody to comprehend me and going through that and I was just so willing for it to take me because I wanted to just reach my dad and like just don't know what I don't know what was I was just thinking no I actually remember in my mind going come on fucking take me yeah. <laughs> take me wherever whatever well I can tell you it's also very healthy and easy for anyone who's had them experiences I've had some um, psychedelic experiences but not I mean really that's it is a psychedelic experience what you've had but it's, it's compared with a lot of other things um 
and, and it's quite hard to put them into words. But even as someone who's pretty good at explaining things, mm-hmm. and you get to a point where you're like, well, I, like I've, I've said what I can say, I've articulated it as much yeah, as I can. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I can, you can talk about more the benefits you got from it, but the actual visuals of being yeah. there, they're pretty I think what's important yeah. is like some, I'm not going to try and explain it to like justify it or like make people try and think I'm not crazy or I don't, I don't know what my mind, my mind just thinks what I'm, because for some people it's mind-blowing what I'm talking about and knowing, so I don't really think if you're not willing to, if you're not ready to understand it, you don't want it, that's fine. That, all I care about is I found peace and I'm a better person right now. And, um, I've, I've come out of a really dark place and what my aim is now is to talk to as many people, men, women who are suffering, you know, this, this would definitely help and like can't fucking stress that enough. And, you know, you don't have to be spiritual, like it's, I don't even know how to word it, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a very highly powerful. beneficial experience. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to take the, mm. the details off here. Mm. I, think, I think we all come so far to a point in life where you feel stuck. I think that's fair to say. I think people watching will be able to align with that. And there's a multitude of reasons why that can be. And it can be people, you know, that you lose, people that come into your life, people that go out of your life, people situations, things, circumstances, responsibilities. The, the, the list is really endless. Yeah. But um, you, you know, people try things and for some people it can just be as simple as like, they go and exercise or something like that and it, and it changes it for them and they deal with it. But some people do it in other ways, you know, substance abuse or alcohol abuse. And well, I think there's a lot of, that's the room for a lot of, a lot of young men. Yeah. A lot of young men. There's a lot of people doing that. They're trying to make it escape. Escapism is fun. Time, but you're really just masking, you're not, you know, you're gonna have a great time for a day or two, depending on um, <laughs> how excited uh, like, you get. But you know, it's only making it worse. And the one thing that I needed to get on top of because um, it was becoming a more of a, a need than a want, or it was just um, unnecessary binges uh, for, for cocaine, which. And I was even like thinking, I don't even enjoy that. Like I'm not enjoying it. It's, it, it was, I don't know, it's just, it was a, a bad habit now. A habit that, well, you know, like if you go out and have a good time and you're clubbing and you're having a great time, it sounds like when you're doing it needlessly to mask things and think that that's the answer, it's wrong, it's not the answer. And, you know, the going back to our last, uh, Chat. I was glorifying it, and I think when I look back at that, I'm thinking, you know, I'm glorifying it at the time of my life where I was just doing that and masking the shit that I've dealt with, and it's, you know, it's not the answer. Um, and I'm still not saying if you do it every now and again, it's cool, like whatever, but don't use drink, drugs to mask your problems because they ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? I think that. I might be sounding like a martyr here and people that know me well. I'm fairly speaking for experience. You know, it's, it's how I feel. It's, you know, I've done it. I've been there, fucking got loads of t-shirts. You know, I'm probably the, the guy that people would look at and think he's the, you know, the prime example of somebody that was going out for days to mask the shit that was going on in my life. And again, it goes back to, People looking from the outside and thinking they're two roses, and um, you know, fucking up. I'm about to get rid of my car, downsize on house, 
you know, it's but these steps backwards are needed to move forward, and it's not something that I'm ashamed of. I don't mind, you know, money comes, money goes, um, and you know, for for somebody like myself who's you know, I've been I've been in a good position. I've been in a position where I can invest money into into a new business, and you know everything would go great. And then all of a sudden, you're on your ass, and it's like fuck, you know, pull yourself back together, and it's life. And I don't mind talking openly if it's going to benefit um, another man looking at, at me and thinking that my life's all fucking rose and he's he's struggling and he's like blah 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 blah. We're all fucking struggling, um, but we all fucking behind a photo on Instagram. <laughs> you know, it's um, it's a shame because people judge their own lives of other people's lives and I think that's one of the that, that's, that's one of the, the worst things. That's one of the that's one of the and like I've I've even I've even or you probably said you've done it yourself, I've done it yourself, I've done that, but it's it's it gets really dangerous when you are finding yourself unhappy because of something you see online, but really what you're seeing is absolutely not true either. So, okay, so, so what's like everyone trying to go towards here, like the whole yeah. things? I do like that message because fabrications and you know, this whole existence that we've been um, led to believe, like, oh, like I'm, you know, I've said it once and I'll say it again, like it's a very false narrative that we're being let down, like it's fabricated the world that we've been moulded into. Well, the, the system of the, the world. System. We shouldn't be living this way, like everything that we consume, the water, it's all filled with shit that's causing cancers and you know, I just it's hard to break away because you know you wouldn't need a thing if you really looked into everything I know, mm. but it's just making little changes in your life to, to to live a better life and you know it's hard I know because I've cut meat out and I've, I'm trying to do little things and I'm, I probably took on too much of quick drink and blah 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 I'm doing the fucking gym I'm, I'm doing yoga blah 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 that's, All the, thing. that's the way <laughs> I am it's like you're on or nothing I'm you get obsessed with things yeah. and, and there's a few people that have said don't do it all at once I'm not looking go and do it I'm doing it and straight away as soon as I fucking downloaded that app to stop drinking I've done it and I've been out I've been to the Probably the worst place you could be sober. That's my after party called the kitchen at PST. I was close. This is at like 10 in the morning. I'm just like, yeah. and I didn't. I've like, done, yeah. done it and I didn't even think about it. And no. that for me shows my mindset is way, way stronger than I thought. Um, and yeah, it's a good feeling saying no. And it's a even better feeling leaving there and going home, getting your dog, getting your missus. Go and meet your mate in the park and on the barbecue and feeling way better for it. Yeah. Mm. I think your mindset though, when you look at the things that you've achieved and the places that you came from, which we talked about last time, you just one of those people when you put your mind to it, but when it's your mind behind it and it's you who wants to do it, because you are quite stubborn. Okay. And you someone tells you so yeah. said you want to drink it or you're not made, you're rebellious, you're stubborn, mm -hmm. don't like authority, no, no, no. and if a decision is made, it's got to be made yeah. on, on your yeah. terms. Yeah. No doubt, but, I mean, you've got kids in the life, you don't actually have to change somewhat, but yeah. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, um, no, talking about the meat thing, I want to talk about the meat thing a bit more because I just told you, like, I was coming, or I went hunting last week and um, I shot two deer, and now they're. But you know, they were butchered up straight away, and 
some of the salt of a game day that people are really be eating that and buy it some myself or back some from my friends. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a big lot like, different and I haven't got to the point in life where I can do that all the time. So, and all the meat I eat is from an animal and I was just in a field running free yeah. a few days before. Some people aren't listening to my life, but I think that journey from that to being on my plate rather than from it being wherever it was and who knows how it was and how it was kept to go to an abattoir and that fear that's in it you can't tell me the animal doesn't know coming from a line of um like ancestry of animals that when they're in that truck they know man they get that they get a fear in them and you're when you you're that's in them for hours all the way to the abattoir they know they've got that fear in them running through the blood and you are dying that you're ingesting that when you eat that no, I don't think that. No, I think my. Um, There's got to be some crossover there. My feelings is simple. Give your body what it needs. Yeah, like vegetarians that don't eat meat because they don't want to kill animals. I get it. I do get it. But we, if you go back fucking you know, however many years, thousands of years, we were hunters and we'd have to hunt to live. And like, sure. You know, it is part of life. It's the circle of life. You go to the jungle, the lion will eat. No, you know, it's it's a, it's life. So I don't feel bad for eating an animal. And I am, I'm only not eating meat through the week because I don't feel like my body needs it so much. I'm going to give it what it wants at the weekends. I'm going to eat good quality meat, as clean as I can, because I feel like, you know, and I, and I said it earlier, my body feels lighter. I don't feel bloated, which again is going to lift me up as a person. If you're bloated, you're all sluggish. And, you know, that again is going to have a positive impact on, on the way that you are. And you all changes to your diet don't cut it out completely um i just i'm just no meat through monday to friday and then saturday sunday you know i'll have a steak on a saturday and i'll have a sunday roast on a sunday or a barbecue like we did last sunday and you give your body what it needs veganism and then vegans like you know do what you're doing and like each to their own i don't really mind and not gonna say who's right who's wrong but it's heavily pushed on us at the moment vegans yeah. and you know as soon as you start seeing vegan burgers in KFC you fucking know something's going wrong <laughs> I mean, if you're a vegan you're eating KFC it's, it's you think to be marketed isn't it yourself, yeah. and I think it's um marketed, look, yeah. of course you make your own decisions fair enough you know nothing against anyone who wants to eat whatever they want yeah. you know but I do think there's a big marketing drive behind it and companies have realized this is the next thing we can get onto we can make a lot of money yeah. And that's why a lot of these products um, cost so much more, like than the the main equivalent. Organic, you want organic, you're paying more. Yeah. Supermarkets, organic stuff, I just don't really believe it. I don't believe much these days from from the last two years, from the everything that we've seen and what's unfolded. And I'm just like, right, I want to grow my own shit. I want to live in my own land and, you know, create my own tribe. And it sounds crazy, but, you know, that's unfortunately, I think the only way you can ever live freely, freely without freely, freely. drinking and, and, poison and eating poison and, mm. and all that. But the people that, that I've been involved with on these retreats, that's that's pretty much all they are. It's free, happy people. And um, yeah, it's yeah, just don't you think it's mad that we um, we celebrate right poisoning ourselves? That's what it is. You're looking from that again, lowering your, lowering your vibration, lowering everything about you. Mm-hmm. Alcohol does not lift anything. You have, a, you have probably a good time for a few hours, and then the rest of the time, fucking hanging next day, lowered day after that, still feeling a lot of shit. Like, I do believe that 
Obviously, if you had 100% alcohol, would you kill you, wouldn't you? Probably so, yeah. And I don't think so you'd yeah, you be able to have so much of it at all. It's a poison. It's like, yeah. so if you drink 10 pints of vodka, you're going to fucking die, probably. So it's not good for you. Not good for you, I think. Yeah. It's, um, again, a lot of people, if they listen to this, that know they're probably not the fuck they I think a lot of people. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's been interesting to get like a little bit of an iron here. Actually, no, because it's the first time I've seen you since I last saw you. So I'm everything I'm learning now, bar a little discussion you had in the barber's chair before, is is raw and authentic, and it's um, it's really interesting me and switching me onto things because I went on my own spiritual journey when I went to Australia. I felt like I was a bit like reborn because you go to a new country and you start again, um, and it's I went on had some experiences there, perhaps similar to yours in ways. Um, but I felt like throughout the past two years, I got stuck back down in it and, and got bogged back down with it. And I think a part of that was not being able to come home and see the people that I care about. But um, yeah, man, I think there's a, a lot of good things can be taken from this. And I, and I do think a lot of people will look at it from that perspective, particularly people who have grown up in, in cities like Birmingham, London, Manchester, Liverpool. And like, you know, what are these guys talking about? What is this like? Um, this, these ceremonies are going to, and, and you know, they'll double like, you know, hippie, hippie madness or whatever. Which... It's been uh, portrayed like crazy <clears throat> people, like hippies, tree huggers, like they're just honestly, like even um, for me, to, there's a picture of me on my Instagram where I'm lying on the grass and I'm topless and I'm just close to the earth. And I'm, and Christian said, Look, just feel the vibrations of the earth, and like, sounds crazy, but like, it just feels nice to be grounded. and you know, even walking barefoot, when you go to the park and just feel the earth, like, again, I'm going to be sad and a bit crazy to people, but these little things, and, you know, you might not understand until until you've probably been in, in my situation where you was at the point where you're standing at the bottom of a tree looking to fucking end your life, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, um, you're on the other side of it, looking at that tree and laughing, and, mm-hmm. you know, like, thinking, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, I think... If there's anything that comes from today's conversation, anybody that's watching, um, drop me a message. Um, I'll tell you more about Karam Shakti, more details about the plant medicine. Um, and obviously, we haven't even talked about Cambo yet. No, I'd love to talk about that. Yeah. And um, yeah, like on that note, I think it's great that these conversations are opening up more and more. The fact that we're having one, perhaps. Just someone like to text, call, message the mate tonight and just check in and just like, ask your mate, do you know what I mean? Ask him once, ask him twice. Because, um, you know, we're all part of the conditioning that we've been in the past few hundred years is that men are always meant to be strong and they don't have problems. And if they do, they don't talk about them, they just bury them away and they get better by themselves. They don't. You know, this is like, I've done a few, anyone can look back at the podcast, a few mental health specials um, at certain times a year when mental health awareness is heightened in young men and I think it's huge and I think if it just helps one person or if it can just change one person's perspective or outlook or start one conversation I think it's great. Um, it's, it's been bad for the last few years ago but I feel like it's going to get a bit worse. I do. do you think? Yeah, I think yeah. it's now going to be, a, a, if you notice there's everything going up because they've given all that money away to go, you know, you're yeah. not down but don't get pissed off. loads of money. Go have a good time. Forget about that. You're grabbing all your freedoms, taking. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Very clever what they've done. A lot of people took advantage of that fair play to you. 
Um, if you can get away, they're not pay back. Like you need more pay back, you know. <laughs> take, 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 because they, they've literally taken everything that we knew um, and they've literally made the reins a little bit tighter, or quite a lot tighter, and um, I feel it might not be the end of it yet. I hope I'm wrong. You know, there's people that I follow, really, really uh, influential people that are not, you know, conspiracy theorists, but have got a lot of credentials. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know the direction the world's going in, to be honest. Can we do anything about it? You know, we can try and get more and more people to say, enough's enough, like the energy crisis. Fuck that. Like, just stop paying. If everybody comes to me, because I see a post every day, five posts a day, energy prices, blah, 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 I can't believe this, but everyone's still paying it. Like, and until we say, enough's enough, nothing's going to change. Right. Right. Yeah. If, if, um, if, a, if a big group of people take action in a certain way, then it does change. It reminds me of because, like, I don't know if it's just the UK, I think it's a lot of people just so submissive, we're just like, oh, putting the prices up fuel, energy, uh, cost of living through the roof, I mean, the biggest one for me, I mean, it's been for years, but you know, the, um, as soon as you start getting somewhere with your business or you're doing well on your paycheck, you get a 40% tax in your bracket, right? If me and you went into business now, um, you pay for the shop and you come up with a brand and you come up with all the ideas, and I said to you, well, I'm taking 40%. You go to your side, you go, oh, fuck off. No thanks. So why the fuck did the government just think they can do that? And like, don't get me wrong, it, it, it for some, Unfortunately, we just say it's a part of life, but it's not, and it shouldn't be. Um, that's a whole different conversation. It is. It is. It is. It is. So some things are left unsaid. Yeah. But we do need to all fucking come together. We do. And I think that the unfortunate part about that is that it's not until the people who aren't affected start complaining at scale about those that are that massive change happens. So what can you do to make a difference? I mean, talking about it, I'm glad I use my social media for the COVID situation because I believe I stopped some people from getting vaccinated. They don't need to, you, you know, whether, even if you're vulnerable, like, you know, man, but I don't want to down that road, but yeah, humans are amazing things. Not sure I'm sure on the whole, I'm constantly growing up a very good immune system, they can tell us that. Yeah, let's talk about the future. Let's yeah. talk about the future. Let's talk about it, it, it seems funny to me that like things are kind of infused because when you started Doghouse Crave, it wasn't just going to be a barber's, wasn't just going to be a place that also had a barber shop and sold good quality coffee. It wasn't, and it's good coffee. <laughs> it wasn't just, you know, it, it's basically almost like a, I mean, you put it in your own words, but. Like uh, a healthcare centre for men, wellness centre, wellness Like a lot of it relates to game because uh, I've been on this journey for longer than I realised. This is for men and mental health. Like coming here, lie back and just switch off, make yourself feel. Better. If you feel better on the inside, uh, on the outside, you'll feel better on the inside. And um, a 10, 20 minute service in here like a facial might not seem a lot but you will walk out that door window hit your face and you're gonna feel clean and for me very important thing about my uh, well-being is feeling clean um 
bit of OCD in my body. Um, so, yeah, walking out and feeling clean, having a fresh face, fresh fade, um, <clears throat> makes a massive difference to mental health. And it's actually true. A haircut can make all the difference um, to, to, to mental health and feeling good, looking good. Um, Confidence boost, that's important. Yeah. Also, something that you I saw on your website, and it talked about how when your mental health, this can be for anyone, male, female, um, when your mental health goes out of check, then your routine is out of check as well, and your capacity to take care of yourself. And just do basic things like, you know, have a shave. Yeah, and yeah, routine is really important. My routine at the moment is fucking rigid. And before this. Changing man, my routine was all over the gap. Um, I was obviously doing stuff I shouldn't be doing, making me stay out till late. And, um, I was really busy as well, so like when I was having meetings, I was you know yeah. trying to get, productive. get yeah. places open. And you know, even when the Bergen Bar was being developed, I was like grafting in there, like I say grafting, I was probably like um, sweeping. <laughs> Library. Yeah, library, I'm not really, uh, you don't trust me, I know it's all. But yeah, so yeah, I'm always busy, but again, I was just choosing the wrong things and then I was just, you know, the routines all over. Now, I'm up at 6, coffee, yoga, 6.15, finish at 7, take the dog to the park, 9k, 10k walk, good hour and a half, then to the gym, back home, breakfast, to work, like routine's great, like you know, and, and you've got a good routine, everything falls into place. Yeah, and the same with like skincare, that's what we push here. Like, we've got products, um, Masoa, and they're very um, mental, men's mental health um, orientated. Just now, driving thin, actually. Um, um, so it's good that I've seen that. Like, they've been here since the very start, and nobody yeah. really heard of them. And now, all of a sudden, two customers come in today because they know they've got Masoa. Or myself, I've seen them trading with them, and I'm thinking, well, um, and I've got values around mental health as well. Yeah, that's right. Of course, that's why I mean, it came together. Matt, the guy who um, the founder of uh, um he's been in a very dark place too, sitting on um, I don't think you'll mind me saying this. We both had conversations, he was sitting on a bridge ready to, you know what I mean? So, and now uh, looks like I think he's done 18 months worth of sales in a, in, in a week since then. So, again, it's a great product, it's got a three step routine, and um, that's what we're pushing here. Like, just you know, make yourself look better, take some time out for yourself, and that's what this place is about now. And we played medicine music since my retreat, and, and medicine music is insane, but it, it's just relaxing but it's still vibing as well i can't it's hard to explain okay you're changing the game because i think for, for years it's been women have been getting pampered when they go to the salon yeah. or go to the spa mm-hmm. and, and of course that's a good thing but yeah, yeah. now it's time for people to be able to come to dark house creative yeah, it's still
you know what I mean? Yeah. Sat him back, he said, I'll go on then. And then sat him back, done the facial, sat him up, and he was like, yeah, I mean, he yeah. was buzzing with it. Yeah. And then he was like, I can't believe it, man. I look alive. I was like, yeah, you've got moisturizer on, like, yeah. it's just, it puts the skin back to life, do you know what I mean? And just that alone, and then he was back then every week. One of the same things, you know what I mean? And he probably then went on to buy moisturizer and stuff, you know. Yeah, I've noticed a theme that's developed throughout the whole podcast now, and I love it when a theme develops. And, and I think that's, that's aligning with what you've just said there with the broader community and being like, oh no, I won't try that because it's all, it's, it's against who I am, or yeah. it, but it doesn't fit in with me, and all that stuff. And it goes back to what you said with spiritual things and trying new things in that regard and trying maybe a different angles of healing yourself. Yeah. It's giving things a try. And going, yeah, look, I don't quite understand this, or it's not usually what I do. But if you keep doing what you've always done, you're always going to probably get more or less the same results, aren't you? Yeah. So, like, just pushing past into that place of this is a bit uncomfortable. I definitely put myself into that. that place when I went to the retreats. It was complete, like, you know, culture shock. Um, you just gave yourself to it. myself up. And, you know, by the time when I left, I was like, I already knew I was a completely different kid, you know, the love and care and positivity and the, the, everyone in there we became like a family and that's cliche to say but you know we all went through some shit and we yeah. all got rid of some shit Ricky likes to talk about him earlier we went in there his head down really reserved really you know we'd had his life sucked out been left there looking in my eyes and completely different kid you know so that alone take what you want you know out of what what I've said today but it fucking helps and um, that's something that's all people need to know and I think if you are thinking about it do your own research because it will call you if you if you if you've got any questions just, just message me as well yeah. because I'm, I'm happy to talk because it does help people I've got I've got probably 15 of my you know, people off my social media already um, already um, going or or make contact with, with Param Shakti, with, with Emma, and uh, you know, looking looking to hopefully change more people's lives and get them out of this dark place that they're in. And um, yeah, man, get them back on track and ready to um, to smash life again. That's right, man. Living things better than you found them. Yeah. So there's a couple of more things we've got. You got a bit more time? Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like one thing we talked. You talked about ego earlier. And how you had to let your ego go to be, to, to fully let you to give yourself to this ceremony and the medicines that you try. Mm-hmm. I've had that experience before with with psilocybin when it really made me aware of what my ego was. But it's difficult, I think, that, that is in a way because as a, a business owner, as a business operator, as someone who has to manage a lot of things and other people and and a brand, do you, don't you think ego to a degree is important not to drive things? Indeed. So with me, I've always, some people still say, like, don't even know, like, people come in here, they don't know I own the place or the bus mm. or whatever, I don't care. Mm. You know, I'm here to work with people. Um, I treat everybody as I want to be treated, and I've always done that. Um, I think, you know, sometimes it, it goes against me because people take the piss, or, you know, I've had my own friends, like, done working here that have just completely took the piss out of me. Mm. Um <clears throat> I'm going to do it's kindness for weakness. Yeah, it's kindness for weakness, but you know, in the in the end, 
you know, it's only so much someone will take. Um, and that side of somebody will eventually come out and it's just not good enough. But like I said, I found peace with everything. And, um, you know, the, the things that were bringing me down, so I've got to yeah. go off, you know, there's, there's, there's no point in me wasting energy on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think of, and then it's, to think that way, it's far better than letting someone grind at you and bring you down and just think, fuck it, like, whatever. And I think by being the way you are and just authentically who you are, that's that's really good because um, you can't be anyone else, ultimately. You can spend a lot of time and effort trying to be, or we're trying to aspire to these things that you see other people look to be on the outside, but yeah. there's a, it's a really dangerous thing because you can just be really unhappy trying to be yeah. someone else. I think authenticism, authenticism is what we uh, should be seeing more of, and hopefully we do see more should you talk about not life? Not life. Not life. Yeah. As in, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, I love it. Not life. Like the burning bar. Well, the burning bar. I think, I mean, first come, first serve, tomorrow night, the gas station, Wild Green, yeah. which is uh, the first place I ever got. Uh, no, not the, right next to the first place yeah. I ever got my hair cut by you. Um, yeah, let's talk about the gas station. So Wild Green. Obviously, that's the old. Diverse barbershop in Royal Green, which was the sort of where the Doghouse brand was really born. Like we got the DJs in there, and it was it was music orientated, and obviously it was like a barbershop, but it was kind of like a club as well. Sometimes it was a club. Every weekend it was a club. But yeah, because it's such a cool space. Um, didn't want to really let it go, and I've seen a lot of these little microbreweries opening up, and um, I just, yeah, me and one of my friends, Taylor, we just decided, right, let's just turn it into a micro bar. Taylor's a very experienced barman and um, mixologist, and you know, he's got a lot to bring to the table when it comes to making cocktails and running the bar, and you know, I've got um, a lot of experience with with events and, and you know getting some traffic to the area, doing the marketing, coming up with the ideas. Because um, the most important thing is for us to have like um, a well, not a signature, a word. I can't think of the word, but so people will know what we are, and that's something you have to create. So cocktails. I want, I want basically house music, soulful, cocktails. Obviously, it's going to be a small bar, but there's nothing like that in Sutton. Um, yeah. You could call it a vibe, you could call it branded. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah signature. Um, you know, what you're. Yeah, there is a word for it. Yeah, But it's going to be, it's going to be like kind of a quick, yeah, small person venue, kind of 40 people. Yeah, doing cocktails yeah, in there. Cocktails. So we're trying. We're going to have a table service. So there'll be a app called Cube that we're going to use. Um, so all the menu will be on there. You sit at your table, pour your drink, um, sit back, drink up with me, water before you. You know that queuing at the bar, hustle and hustle for it. Because when you go to cocktail bars, it takes ages. Yeah, so sure. stand at the bar, text, text them like probably five, ten minutes to make it. So if there's a couple of people from the house. Thanks for now. So it's all going to be table service. Um, we will be able to go to the bar probably just for the beers though. Um, but 
But yeah, just good music, great cocktails, um, and good vibe, and just in a cool little space that's used to be a tram terminus. I put a little pub stuff the other day. Yeah, that's trying to. It's all I found out in ages ago off of one of our older customers, and they told me that it used to be a tram terminus. So I asked the public what they, uh, if they knew what it was, and only two people knew. Um, and they probably have to ask their grandparents. Yeah, So it's a cool building, um, which I didn't want to let go of. And, um, and you did? No, I didn't. It's, it's been completely recycled in there as well. Not a lot of money to play with. Um, a rough, rough few years. So just literally doing it with that things taken apart and rebuilt. We took the, the DJ booth down, and that's been used to build the frame for the bar. So, which is great. It's like it's a recycled bar. We've got odds chairs, odd tables, but um, I've got a lot of inspiration, to be honest, from from bars in Berlin. Like you go to the little bars in Berlin, they've got like children's chairs to sit on and stuff. Yeah, like, just random. Yeah, like really random, but it looks cool. So, yeah. you know, it's um, cool too. It's different. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's absolutely. like you don't need to be looking really fancy and really chic. People just prefer it to be a bit more normal, sometimes yeah, a little yeah. bit more weird and so like it. We're going to have street food there at the weekends as well, so okay, no. I'm going to try and bring, yeah. bring a little slice of big buff to, to Walgreens, not massive. We'll probably have one street food vendor last Sunday, possibly two, because there's quite a bit of space. Mm. Just not sure how um, how we go about with um, commissions, but... Figure that stuff out. Cross that bridge when yeah, that's, that's, that's all the easy <laughs> stuff we saw that in the So you're going to be open in the weekend the weekends, or...? Yeah, we're yeah. going to get the, uh, probably get Maravan's coffee in there as well. Oh. Um, it's a good coffee, man. Everyone has Maravan's. Um, yeah, it's a good coffee. So, want to be open up as much as we can through the week. Um, not going to have a lot of football on in there or anything. We're going to see how that goes, but football will probably bring different crowds. Yeah. We want people to come in couples. Um, want people to come in pre drinks before they go on to Sutton or Town. Um, want to have a nice cocktail but listen to some good music because you ain't getting that in Wild Green, you ain't getting it in Sutton. No. You know, you've got, mm. no, you've got, <laughs> no, you've got nowhere that plays good music, like current music, Something good cocktails, and um, you know, and you know, just create an atmosphere that you might not want to go from. You might think, well, actually, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to have a few more cocktails. I'm not going to town because the yeah. music's good and the vibe's good. And, um, I don't have a guest on the show this week. I know what's happened here. And it's all good. That's just in the way. Um, yeah, so, you, and I think it's going to be interesting because it's only a small person venue. So yeah, the crowd's going to be, I reckon it's going to end up being pretty hard to get into. Yes. Within a few weeks from now. I hope so. I'm sure so. Yeah. so. That, that area has been really fat from. Me going to all the way up there has not had any venues for a long time since it's part of the music. Yeah. And that plays no music. No music. Then we can just talk and it's a good so it plays out. But you need some music sometimes to create a little atmosphere and push it up. Yeah. Atmosphere, should we talk about what's happening with all things Berlin themed? Yes. There's been a lot going on, like, so. I mean, at one point, I'd secured a venue, a massive venue in the middle of Diplof for one of the, well, the biggest projects that I've ever 
Zorhov, Bin Barhov, uh, which was basically, you know, I'm not going to say too much because it's still going to happen. Um, we just, we had to pull back because of the COVID passport, basically. Everything was done. I had a planning consultant, the design and concept, I uh, agreed a deal with the owners, which is BlackRock, a big company, an American, a massive work, about 7.3 trillion. And I'm sitting at tables with them, and I snap back on losing like, you know, but done it properly with a planning sort and got it, we've done it, like all agreed in principle, and then the fucking government brought out this COVID passport bullshit, and um, the investors pulled out, and um, this is going to be a multi-million pound project. So for an investor with the COVID passport on the hospitality sector, to know that I agree, I was just like, yeah, it's too risky. So last thing you want to do is open up and then uh, only have a percentage coming in because let's be honest, the people who will probably go in into deep rough and probably not going to be vaccinated. Not a lot of them. You yeah, know, I agree with that. I mean, to be honest, a lot of people I spoke to only got it to go to festivals anyway. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, not going to Yeah. So, so this this concept. Basically, would have been um, um, a village of opportunity for independence with street food, market traders, the Berlin Bar, um, event space, chicken restaurant. Fucking like literally. It would have been like a hub yeah, it would for have been, nighttime and daytime. A mini camera as well. Same minute, it was huge. It took me five minutes to walk around. It was massive. Um, from one street all the way to another street. Mm. Um, a mini camera market would have been. Yeah. Um, so something really missing in Birmingham. Something that is still in the pipeline. We've um, been looking at other venues. Um, I won't say too much on that because it's very, very hard to get these venues at the moment. I've got a good team behind me at the moment and some good um, um, people backing me. Um, massive, massive brewery um, who have seen these plans and are 100% behind me. Um, the one venue that we did want, we, we put an offer in, but the planning could take up to nine months, which is very frustrating, but the venue's that good, we may wait for it. Um, mm-hmm. The Berlin Bar will be back. Um, you know, we've been through a lot of shit in that bar. Um, Bad business partner, bad landlords, you know, lies to get me out of there with the venue we was in that we built. I'm not going to go into it, but glad it's happened when it happened because I know that's going to be a monster. Yeah. You know, maybe it's going to be a monster. I think the fact that you've gone through all that and still carried on with it is a testament to its success eventually. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of people would have quit why earlier. Again, we created opportunities for young DJs coming through. I love finding new sounds and then, you know, um, the atmosphere was different in there because of that, because we were bringing in the up and coming producers like Bollywood Music and these lads, um, you know, there was there was a few of us as well that had never played out of their bedrooms and they gave them the opportunity and now they're getting buttons all over the place and like Awesome. That's missing in Birmingham, like you know, the only real place that people have got to go to the minute is, is Lab 11, and it's fucking unreal in there. Do you know what I mean? It's there's just nowhere else to go. It's hard to get a set in there because it's just it's killing it. And they've got their they've got their DJ, and unless you're really lucky, you won't really get a looking. Um, 
which is fair enough. It's I just like to give opportunities to these to these up and coming DJs and um, yeah, I can't wait to, to get it back open and I think then I will feel even more peace because I think that's the only thing now in my life that I couldn't let that go really like a so if I let it go, it's finished, and it's not finished, so I'm not going to let it go until I've got it. I was going to ask you what's, what's driving that to quit. Yeah, I think, um, obviously, I'm, I'm, I know that it's it's got huge potential um, from just the summer we had. Um, was it last summer? Would have been the one before, probably 2019. No, no, it was no. 20, so 2019, we were in the lockdown. Yes. Oh, actually, no. 
hunger for the hustle, Right now. Throughout, yeah, let's go right now. I mean, because we've really talked about what drove it in, in some other places, but right now, in this new, in this new form that we're on. My twins, my two boy and a girl. No, it's two boys. Oh, okay. two boys. So they told us my girl, we did a gender reveal, come back for the next scan four weeks ago, and she was like, it's two boys. <laughs> we were like, what? <laughs> so yeah, two boys. Um, I don't mind that, but I see what pops out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's my motivation now. That's my drive. That, that's what's got me to quit my quit drinking, uh, go on this retreat and not. I went through some shit with the camera, like it's horrible. Mm. I was just thinking of them and thinking of my girlfriend, thinking of my dad, thinking of everybody around me that I'm fucking probably affecting. So, Cambo, the, we didn't really talk about that, but no, no, it's... People can look at Cambo and you put your body through fucking hell, but the benefits are unbelievable. There's loads of help benefits. Look at Cambo and, um, and yeah, beautiful. That's it. Twins, they're my, they're my that's it, that's my world now, and that's why I needed to change. And that's what this is all been about. Mm. You know, I was sitting there last time with a beer, I was sitting there with a bottle of water. Mm. You know, I've, um, I've fucking broke the ice and I've done the hard part, and that's actually admitting there's a problem. And um, yeah, bring it on. It's been a big old journey yeah. just in this podcast. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. I know you have, I hope you lot have. Um, so nice one. We'll see you next time, everyone. Thanks for being on the show. <laughs> <laughs>